don't throw away people who don't look like they have much to offer. Dr. Tony Evans talks about ways we can win spiritual battles we thought we had already lost. They may be the voice of God for you to get back what the devil has taken from you. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. You win some and you lose some. But today, Dr. Evans explains how spiritually even the battles we lose can be turned into victories. Let's join him. I want to talk to you about recovering what the enemy has stolen. Because there's probably nobody in this room who hasn't been ripped off of something that's in the spiritual realm. Now, it may be affecting you in the physical realm, but it really, the ripoff occurred in the spiritual realm. And if you don't get it there, then you're looking in all the wrong places to get your stuff back that has been stolen. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, as the book of 1 Samuel concludes, David is in Philistine territory on the run from Saul. And it says it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day, verse 1 says, the Amalekites had done a raid on Ziglag, overthrew Ziglag, burned it with fire, took captive women, all that was in it, both small and great, carried them off and went their way. There was a, a raid on their world. Their world got raided. One day, everything's looking fine, and one day everything's looking like it's going to be okay. The next day there's a raid. And his whole world and that of his men were turned upside down because an enemy snuck in. When they weren't looking and stole, it says, all they had, both large and great, and burned it with fire. So what we're talking about is total destruction. Their world is collapsing right in front of their eyes. What they had built up, what they had developed was now gone. And like any good thief, it was taken a long way away. And they didn't know where to find it. So what we have here is a major theft that occurs. David and his men come back to see that their world had collapsed. Verse 3, was burned with fire. Wives and sons and daughters had been taken captive. And David and the people who were with him lifted their voices and wept until there was no strength in them to cry anymore. It goes on to say, verse 6, moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him. Now you already can't cry no more. Your tear ducts are already dry. And on top 
of what the enemy has done. Now your friends have turned against you. See, because he's not talking about now the folk who burned the city. He's talking about the folk who were riding with him. When they saw their mess, they had to find somebody to take this. David, if it wasn't for you taking us out of here, we would have been here if the enemy came. Because, see, everybody's been messed up by this situation. And if you don't know who to blame, then you find the closest person to blame. Tagged on to verse 6 is a very potent line. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. He inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go after these crooks who have ripped me off and shall I overtake them? Don't miss that question. He's asking God, shall I go after this person or this group or band of robbers that's ripped us off and shall I overtake them? Why is he asking that question? I don't want to waste my time. I don't know who they are because we weren't here. I don't know where they are. So I need you to tell me, is it worth my time trying to get back what the enemy has stolen? Because I don't know which way to go. I don't know whether I'm going north or south or east or west because I don't know who they are. So I need you to tell me what to do in this bad situation. When the enemy has ripped you off and you don't know what to do and you don't know anybody who can tell you what to do, that's because the Lord wants to be the only person who can direct you in the way that you ought to go. He goes into God's presence and he hears a word from God. Verse 8, God says to David, pursue. For you will surely overtake them and you will surely rescue all. He waited on the Lord. He inquired of the Lord only to get clarification about what he ought to do. Then he got up, got on his horse and went to get what the enemy had stolen. Now watch this now. Watch this. He says, pursue them and you will find them and you will rescue what you lost. Okay, watch this now. That's insufficient information. David wants to know, should I go after them and will I find them? Now that's the question. God says, go after them, you'll find them. But that's insufficient information because I still don't know where I'm going. I do not know where I'm going. I don't know where they went. I don't know who they are. All I know is uh, my stuff is gone. God rarely gives you all the data up front. Rarely. Every now and then, God may give you the full picture but God didn't even write the Bible that way. 
the Bible was not written with all the information in Genesis 1. The Bible was written by 40 different authors over 1,600 years and is an unfolding of the drama of God. God, watch this now, most normally unfolds more information as you move with the information he's given you. In other words, David, if you don't get up, you're not going to get more. A lot of us are sitting waiting for more when we haven't dealt with some. We're waiting for God to give us additional when we haven't done much with the information on the front end that he has given us. Jesus put it this way. He that hath, more will be given. But he that does not have, that which he has will be taken away. In other words, if you don't use the revelation and the illumination that I give you, more won't be coming. It says pursue. That's your instruction. Pursue. But that's not enough information. Which way am I going? If God only tells you a little bit, then a little bit's all he wants you to know right now. That's all he wants you to know right now. Why? Because he wants you to walk by faith, not sight. He wants you to learn to walk in trust and not because you've seen the end. All the time, people want to know, show me the conclusion. Now, God most often works through the process. How will taking this step lead me to the conclusion that is most often not realized in the Bible? It is in motion that God reveals. And so he gives them some information. But it's specific. Go after them. He's been given a promise. Okay, watch this now. The promise is you're going to get it back. Isn't that what the end of verse verse 8 says? You shall surely rescue it all. It's called the promises of God. But what the promises of God don't always give you is the how. It gives you the what? We can read the promises, but how are we going to get it? How are we going to get it? And God has a million different ways. See, that's why, saints, you can't come and ask me, and I can't come and ask you how God's going to do something. See, I can't answer that question. I can tell you based on the word what God says he will do. I can give you that. But what I can't tell you, and nobody else can tell you, only God can tell you, is how he going to do that. Because how he does it for one person is not how he does it for, how he's going to give you back yours is not how he's going to give somebody else back theirs. He wants to tell you that directly. Because he wants a relationship with you that is not predicated on uh, what he's done in somebody else's life. A testimony is simply how God did it for me. And it's to encourage you that God can still do it. But what a testimony is not designed to do is tell you how God's going to do it for you. But he gives him a promise, you're going to get it back. And you can go riding with a promise. Dr. Evans will have more encouragement for us about that promise from God when he returns in just a moment. Stay with us. We pray you're encouraged every time you connect with The Urban Alternative, whether it's online or on the air. And right now we're asking for your very best year-end gift to help keep that encouragement coming your way. Your financial support 
will help cover the rising cost of broadcasting production to ensure nothing needs to be cut back and that more people like you can continue to be encouraged by God's Word in the year ahead. Please visit TonyEvans.org to give today. I want to let you know that the message you've been hearing today is part of this year's special audio compilation called The Best of Tony Evans 2023. It contains 20 of Dr. Evans' most requested lessons of the past 12 months, covering prayer and scripture, identifying your vision and calling, finding freedom from fear, and much more. Right now, if you request this collection of messages, 10 available on CD and 10 as digital downloads, we'll also include a copy of Tony's new devotional book, Transformed by the Trinity. In it, he'll help you uncover some of the unseen attributes of God, allowing you to develop a more intimate and fulfilling relationship with Him. The Transformed by the Trinity devotional and that giant collection of 20 audio messages are available as our gift to you when you help support Tony's ministry with a year-end contribution. Make the arrangements today by visiting TonyEvans.org or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222. Team members are standing by to help you day and night. Again, that's 1-800-800-3222. Right now, Dr. Evans is back with more of today's message. Let's join him. He gets up on his horse with hundreds of men and David pursued. He went looking for an unknown cause of his problem, what he had lost. All they know is God said, go, go, you move. So they're riding, looking for some kind of enemy or something that will guide them. It's called divine guide. It's God's GPS system. Along the way, they run into an Egyptian and they feed him, bring him to David. He hadn't eaten, verse 12, in three days and three nights. Verse 13, and David said to him, To whom do you belong? And where are you from, he said. That's a simple question. Who are you? You know, we found you on the side of the road. Who are you? I am a young man of Egypt. A servant of an Amalekite. And my master left me behind when I fell sick three days ago. We made a raid on the Negev. And on that which belongs to Judah and on the Negev of Caleb and we burn Ziglag with fire. David ain't asked that boy all that information. All David said is, who are you? You see, if David would have just stayed home praying, oh Lord, make a way out of no way. You a bomb in Gilead. You a bright and morning star. You able. He would have been still there today praying. God said, get up and pursue. Go get what the enemy has taken. A lot of us are waiting for God to bring it. And God said, go get it. 
what the enemy is taking. And so, so he pursues. And what does God do? God gives him additional information. He now knows who did it. In addition to that, verse 15, a guide. Then David said to him, will you bring me down to this man? And he said, swear to me by God that you will not kill me or deliver me into the hands of my master and I will bring you down to this man. So what God does, watch this now, I'm watching, I'm going somewhere. What God does on his way to blessing David to get back what David has lost is give him an opportunity along the way to be a blessing to somebody else. Don't ask God to bless you if he can't let you stop along the way and be a blessing to somebody else. If David wasn't willing to give him some food, if David said, oh, there's a sick man down there, let's skip him, I'm looking for my blessing. There's a struggling person down there. Skip him because I'm looking for my blessing. See, everybody coming to church looking for their blessing, walking over opportunities to be a blessing along the way. Why? There was nothing about that boy that would make you think he could help you. There was nothing about that boy that makes you think he could lead you. There was nothing about that boy that makes you think he could guide you. But because he was willing to help somebody who was worse off than him, he didn't know that God had planted there an angel unawares. The New Testament has says that, that we have angels, messengers from God, that God has strategically positioned along the way who have the right information and the right knowledge and the right direction, but they don't look the part because in being a blessing, you're going to get blessed. Don't throw away people who don't look like they have much to offer. They may be the voice of God for you to get back what the devil has taken from you. The Bible says that David brought back all that the Amalekites had stolen, all of their spoils. But wait a minute. We were told that the Amalekites didn't just take stuff from Ziglag. We're told that the Amalekites took stuff from the Philistines and took stuff from Judah because they had been raiding places all over the world. And what I'm trying to tell you is that when you arrive to get back, what the devil took from you, there's some other stuff there that's going to be a surplus. Somebody ought to be praising God right now to know that what the enemy has stolen from you, he can't keep. And there's more for you when you get over there to get what the enemy has taken. That's why in closing, that's why I love the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. All they had was a cow. Along came a man who offered to trade him some beans for his cow. To give up his cow was to give up the productivity, the cheese and the milk. Jack planted the beans and the beans grew up into a high stalk that went up way into the sky. Jack began to climb the beanstalk. When Jack got through the clouds at the top of the beanstalk, there was a castle. 
a fairy came over to Jack and Jack wanted to know what is this she said this is the castle that a knight his son and his mother used to live in but a giant came and killed the knight and displaced the mother and the son Jack knew immediately that that was all his that the giant had ripped him off of that which really belonged to him. So Jack snuck into the castle, hid in the closet till the giant went to sleep. There was a goose that was laying golden eggs. Jack said, that's my goose. Jack picked up the goose, climbed down the beanstalk and brought the goose to his mother. Jack climbed back up the beanstalk The giant had bags of money. Jack said, that's my money. Jack took the money and climbed back down the beanstalk. Jack went up there again. This time, the giant woke up. Fee-fi, fo-fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. He says, I'm going to take this Englishman and destroy him. Jack ran for his life being chased by the giant. He came down the beanstalk. The giant was chasing him, much bigger than he was. But the story says, at the bottom, Jack had an axe. And Jack chopped down the beanstalk. The beanstalk fell over, and the giant broke his neck. Now Jack not only had the goose, he not only had the money, the castle was his, Because the enemy had now been destroyed. There's some good news here today. And that is that God planted something many years ago. 2,000 years ago, a virgin got planted with a seed. Grew up to be the eternal son of God. Ascending into heavenly places. And God says up there is where the devil has your stuff hidden. Because you've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. The Bible says that the stalk got cut down because Jesus got crucified on the cross. But when the stalk got cut down, the Bible says, and they defeated him by the blood of the lamb. It was the death of Christ that killed the giant. You can now go back and get what the enemy has stolen from you because Jesus Christ has declared greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You are more than a conqueror through him who loved you and gave himself for you. In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Somebody ought to praise him today. He's still got your stuff. Dr. Tony Evans with some good news about turning spiritual defeats into victories. And the way that all starts is when you first accept what God has done through Christ's sacrifice for you. You can find out more about that when you visit TonyEvans.org and click the text link at the top of the homepage that simply says Jesus. If you want to discover what a relationship with the God of the universe can look like, we encourage you to check it out today. Again, that's at TonyEvans.org. And TonyEvans.org is where you can also request your personal copy of today's message on CD or downloadable MP3. It's part of this year's special compilation, The Best of Tony Evans 2023. As I mentioned earlier, this giant collection is available for a limited time as our gift. 
when you help support the ministry with a generous year-end contribution. In addition to the 20 audio messages, if you contact us right away, we'll also include a copy of his high-quality keepsake devotional book, Transformed by the Trinity. Just visit TonyEvans.org today to get the details and make the arrangements. Or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222, where team members are ready to help you day and night. Again, that's 1-800-800-3222. Some people say life's too short to be religious. But next time, Dr. Evans will talk about why eternity's too long not to be as he offers a look at what happens when we die. I hope you'll join us for that. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 